0: Hello, I'm Chris Biddle and welcome to episode 99 of Inside Agriturf. So, you're after a career in engineering. Ever heard of land-based engineering? No? Well, now you have. Land-based engineering is... It's what? It's not easy to define, unlike engineering roles in aviation, marine, railways, construction or the car industry. And it's a challenge that has possibly held back recruitment over the years, despite the vast reach of that they call land-based engineering. And from the grain-growing areas of East Anglia to the golf Greens of Scotland, from fruit-growing in Kent to football's great stadiums, from caring for trees to tennis at Wimbledon and from milk production in Wales to mowing the lawn. Land-based engineering holds the key to the safe and timely upkeep of all of these and more. Defining this vast and complex industry has never been straightforward and particularly today when the pressure is on all industries to make themselves visible and understood in order to recruit for today and tomorrow in this rapidly changing technological and digital world. For all its progress in pioneering the use of smart technology, robots, drones, guidance systems, alternative fuels, driverless tractors and the like, the land-based engineering industry has been slow to adopt communication strategies to reach today's tech-savvy young people. But hopefully, that is changing The three land-based engineering representative bodies have seemingly got their act together in order to develop a new campaign to heighten awareness of the opportunities available in what they are calling probably the coolest industry ever. Now apologies for a rash of acronyms, but uh, the organisations are the Agricultural Engineers Association, the AEA, representing the manufacturers the British Agricultural and Garden Machinery Association, BAGMA, for the dealers, and the industry's professional body, the Institution of Agricultural Engineers, IAGRI, and they all sit together under the banner of LEtec. that's the Land-Based Engineering, Training and Education Committee, and it is they who have decided on this new initiative. The New Style campaign was launched in late 2022, and just over three months on, I'm delighted to be joined by Ruth Bailey, the Chief Executive of the AEA, and by Gareth Ford, Digital Media and Marketing Specialist at the AEA, who has been responsible for putting together the components of the campaign called simply We Are Land-Based Engineering. So Ruth Gareth, uh, a warm welcome, and if I could ask you first, Ruth, about the origins and rationale behind the new campaign
1: sure chris um, it, it, it comes about from a lot of facets that have been uh, you know um, talked about and discussed in the industry for many, many years, as you know. so what's new about this it's not a revamp, I have to say it's a refresh it's a, it's a whole new look at things. What's new about it is it's a real focus on digital and and um, social media platforms. We had loads of discussions in LeeTech. How do we attract youngsters and new talent into our industry? We also understood and started to understand that they don't kind of read the prospectuses like we perhaps did. They have different mediums for gaining information, and and and, and this, of course, is through YouTube, through social media, through through visual and through um, interactive digital platforms so that's the origins of this you know we wanted to get across a message to a wider audience of course the beauty of social media if it's done correctly is you get out to a huge audience you're not no longer limited to handing um, information out on a printed copy or hard material but of course you've got to get that social media um, campaign right and so that was the origin of we are land-based
0: I, th- I think we all agree that the whole phrase uh, land-based engineering is not necessarily uh, understood by a-, a lot of people who might well be interested in joining this industry. Um, what, have you got any views on what the public perception is of the title, Ruth? Uh,
1: yeah, and I mean, I'm sat here with Gareth and when Gareth joined, both Gareth and I sat down and said, OK, let's define, let's describe what land-based engineering is what does the term land-based mean and we found it very very difficult it's it's kind of inherited it's land-based has been used across all the official government qualifications for many many years so we had to kind of work with that title because that's what you'll get when you when you look up the official official websites and look up official information for apprenticeships etc but we needed to put it into uh, in a context that people understood so you know so we've got everything we've got innovation we're part of the sustainability piece we've got environmental um, you know enhancement and improvement we've got um, great career progression progression throughout we've got qualifications throughout but what we weren't doing was getting that that message across we also understood that we were competing with all sorts of other engineering sectors that had kind of a an easy to grasp message that were well known that were relevant in everyday life they weren't as exciting as ours but they they, we we just needed to kind of frame what we got that to 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 a a younger or a a different audience and a wider audience uh, in terms that they understood Uh, so yeah land-based is a difficult term but we think we've nailed it. I suppose,
0: um, and I, I suppose one of the objectives of this campaign is to get that phrase out because, in time, it will resonate, won't it?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And that's again the "we are land-based" campaign. You know, that's how we've that's how we framed it. That's how we've built it.
0: So now, if I could come to you, Gareth, I believe you joined the AA and. In- 2019 what was your background uh, and what might you have actually understood by the term land-based engineering before you joined AEA? Yes
2: yeah hi there Chris Um, well my background is actually a first class degree in digital media and then uh, photography and video as well. My first foray into agriculture Uh, if we want, is I joined Young Farmers in 2011 when I came back from university and I joined it from sort of a social point of view. So actually I've had an interest in agriculture now for um, 12, 13 years and it's been an industry I've always wanted to get into from a work aspect. So I joined the AEA in 2019 and even then I hadn't really heard the term land-based engineering and struggled initially, to sort of get my head around what is it. But it, it's a term we've inherited. It's very well known within the industry and certainly the educational pathways. But um, something with the We Are Land-Based campaign we wanted to do straight away is be able to define what is land-based engineering. And it's something I feel that we've done quite well with the campaign.
0: Uh, and what's this campaign um, being discussed when you joined the aea there were
2: as as i'm sure you're aware for many years now there's been conversations on skills and recruitment and getting new talent in but the uh we are land based campaign is is probably about 12 months from conception to launch back in december 2022
0: indeed and and did covid uh, interrupt that at all
2: No, because it actually gave us more time to fine-tune the campaign we were going to bring to market. It allowed us to work on certain aspects of what our audience was going to be. It allowed me to grow as well with the industry to sort of get my name out there. So then when we went into dealerships and manufacturers, people were aware.
0: And and what uh, then, Gareth, what, what were the initial priorities for you in in designing the campaign in both in both words and in 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 visuals of course
2: firstly it was defining that audience as i'm sure you can imagine the potential audience we had could be huge but we had to focus and it's do you cover career changes do you go for that primary school level do you go for secondary school or students in an area of sort of key decision making age and that's that's where we settled sort of 13 to 18 year olds and also we had to simplify and explain land based engineering if you'd asked me 18 months ago i would have struggled to define it but actually now we've made it to easy to digest the information we've put out there is suitable for how our audience digests and engages with content so it's heavy on the digital side but also the print material Gives an overview, gives an understanding, and it's targeted at not only the students, but the parents and the teachers.
0: Was it all created in-house? Um, was it all on your shoulders? Um, did you what, what sort of outside help did you get? Uh, the
2: majority of it was um, in-house, uh, using the resources from within Leetech. But we've also worked with an expert copywriter who specializes in creating material not only from an educational point of view, but on our demographic. The way you talk to a 13, 14, 15-year-old is very different to the way you talk at corporate level. So we worked with a copywriter on that to fine-tune that. And then we also worked with a couple of third-party agencies on sort of the user interface, the user experience, to make sure what we delivered from a website point of view to social media content to video was engaging to that audience.
0: And presumably this did all have to be easily accessible. I'm, I'm not sure what the uh, accepted term is these days, but uh, <laughs> the uh, attention span of, of of people is a lot shorter than it was maybe some years ago, isn't it? You You couldn't be more
2: right. I was at a conference just a couple of days ago, and I think there was a statistic that the engagement rate now is less than five seconds oh gosh and it's it is right if you don't hit someone with what they want straight away they can just scroll through they can swipe it away or they'll leave websites
0: and for a very traditional industry i guess the big change gareth is um the focus on social media now as opposed to written word or any other medium
2: Yes. Yeah. What you can do with the power of social media is is absolutely huge. And the fact we've got so many different facets of social media channels that we can use LinkedIn to get to teachers, to get to parents, we can use Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. And the way you engage through all the channels is different. Some is video heavy. Some we can do a bit more with the written content. But it was vital that this campaign utilised all aspects of social media.
0: Gareth, um, when did you actually manage to launch the uh, campaign? And and we call it a campaign, but it obviously consists of various elements to it. Um, uh, so when and, and what?
2: Yes, we successfully launched the We Are Land-Based campaign in December of last year. So December 2022. And... It consists of so much more than just a website, but we wanted that website to be a hub of information on careers in land-based engineering, but also the educational routes in. So we've got a couple of really exciting interactive maps where you can go on and put your postcode and it will show you educational institutes in your local area and across the whole country. It will show you different routes into the industry. It will show you dealers and manufacturers across the country where they're located and sort of where you could work. Because we find that a lot of people, certainly on apprentices, apprenticeships, sorry, um, get these apprenticeships by walking into local dealers and saying, I want to work in this industry. So we wanted to be able to signpost people to just how many dealers there are in the country. And alongside the website, it's supported by the social media campaign. It's supported by the short and long form videos so the the quick 5, 10, 15 second snippets to the longer three minute testimonials and then that's backed up by printed material which we take to events and shows which we can send out into schools as educational material so there's so many different facets of the campaign that can all work together.
0: And so, in these early days, because we're you're only three months into it or so, um, how's it been uh, received by the industry as a whole, by the dealers, by uh, educators, by manufacturers, and 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 so on, Ruth?
1: Oh gosh, it's it's been absolutely brilliant, Chris. And um, the support we've had from AEA members, from Bagma members, from IAGRI, it, it's been fantastic, absolutely fantastic. I think. When you said earlier, you know, about a, a, an in-house campaign created in, uh, in-house, in we work with professional um, sources, uh, outsourcers and suppliers, sort of a um, professional video company for our animation. You might have seen our animation, which is a real good five-second, it might be a bit longer, it might be a 60, minute, but you 60. push 60. a button and it actually just tells you who we are, where we are, and how to get involved in an instant, but Gareth's out filming all the time with, um, with members, with dealers and with A.A. and with manufacturers. That support's been incredible. We're getting requests all the time to go out and film at dealerships, to film at um, on premises. And that's what we want. As I said before, kids, kids want to see themselves in what they're looking at. They want to think, wow, I can be that person. This looks good for me. That looks exciting and interesting for me. They want to see it direct and they want to engage with it within seconds. So it's been really important that we've had the continuity and we've had the in-house resource, as you said, to, to actually go out and film constantly, and Gareth's doing this constantly, to get that constant flow of uh, information out to social media and bring something new out through social media all the time. It's it, it's quite hard. The response has been amazing, absolutely amazing. We didn't know how the response would be to start with. We'll be honest, we we didn't know, but we knew we were working on good material, driven by what what people in the industry, our memberships, both Bagmar and AEA, told us. This was this has been on the table for a long, long time, hasn't it? And I did I do remember having a conversation with Gareth, you might have to go out and find you know find these places. You might have to push people, your contacts, and push them. But actually, after that initial start, well, people have just wanted to get involved. I mean, there's always a shout out. We want more BAGMA members on board. We want our guys on board. We want more tales of people who've, you know, got great stories and and, and had great careers in the industry. So it's never ending, really. We have uh, someone else in our team, uh, Lisa. She's actually looking at working with a a, a database and working through that database to reach these um, school kids. We're getting... We're getting a lot of feedback. I mean, everybody, everybody in, in industry knows you send a mail shutout, out, you get one to five percent response. Well, actually, we're getting a great response. We just so we're sending out e- emails that are either going to head of department or head of engineering or headmasters. and we so from Lincolnshire saying can we get involved to um, Grimsby saying can we send posters and banners to career fairs in Worcester. Yes, we can. Um, at the moment we're supplying information for, for, for people to, to to look at careers, fairs, and to and to these departments on request. But the more and more we put this out there, the more and more requests we're gonna get. That's something we'll have to cope with. If I could just actually mention, you know, the response that we're getting is real it's real good stuff, you know. Um so there's there's a parent, I'll call her Mrs. B from a 13-year-old student in in Warwick. She She wrote, she said, you know, um, during our research for careers in engineering, we came across your website. It's proved invaluable. We even visited Lama thanks to information on your website. That's from a parent in Warwick who's got a 13 year old child. We know of anecdotally, but we know of people who said to nephews and nieces, well, why don't you look at this? They've offered our small leaflet. And they've walked into a dealership and said, have you got any apprenticeships? People are now on apprenticeships because people have had the information to say, take a look at this. It might be interesting. It is really interesting. See if this is something that's got you know appeals to you. We've had um, colleges in Wales come back and say, this is absolutely the most fantastic campaign. Can we get involved? We want to be involved. So, of course, that leads on to details about the devolved nations and we you know the second um tweak of our information includes all the devolved nations gareth's been up to uh, scotland filming dealerships in scotland so this thing is rolling now and it's you know we've got to keep control of it but it's rolling now i mean i think i think it's even been um discussed at a a european level through the dealership network which is fantastic it really is fantastic so um but these are real, tangible comments and feedback that that actually give it impact, but show that it's doing its stuff.
0: Ruth has has given a a, a real thumbs up to the way that the campaign has been uh, received so far. But uh, you're on the ground. Uh, what's your impression <laughs> of of how it's been received by the people that you've talked to when you've been filming, and and also feedback that you've you've received, Gareth?
2: Really, really well. To be honest, better than I can. Uh, can be expected i was obviously out filming before we launched and you were talking about this hypothetical thing that was coming but even then people were engaged people knew we needed something like this within the industry and now it's out there the take-up's huge everyone's really on board and we've got people knocking on our door saying come and interview this person that person we want to get involved send us material and that's not only dealerships, manufacturers, but it's even colleges and schools are inviting us in to come and showcase. We've got careers advisors interested in more information. It's been genuinely very, very impressive. Sort of, we've got such incredible talent within the industry at all levels. We've worked with first year apprentices, first year degree students, to students on placement years, all the way up to service managers, managing directors. And the passion that's there the satisfaction they get from their jobs is incredible and it's no two stories are the same but also there's so many things that are the same that it's rewarding it's vibrant it's no two days are the same and just the stories they've got to tell are are fantastic
0: and um obviously although we're a a small country or small countries there will be uh, people with different outlooks in different parts of the country. There's also, uh, I think, the this is a male-dominated industry, and everybody will will acknowledge that. But uh, you presumably met a, a number of of, of female uh, technicians, for argument's sake, that I know are involved in the industry. Um, how are you sort of how are you dealing with the uh, different cultures, even within this small country? What we've found
2: is that, I think it's the same with all of us, but certainly that sort of 14, 15-year-old age group is that they need to be able to see themselves in someone and think, that could be me in two years, five years. So it's about, for us, it's, it's about accents, regional accents. It's about letting them relate to that person. So we've been filming up and down across the country, with uh people of all different backgrounds and all different ages and as we even if we found with our lutec technicians competition that there are great females out there and some that we work really closely already so we've made sure that they featured in the campaign and they will continue to tell their stories as we go because everyone's story is is different
0: and and presumably you have come across uh, a few people, maybe many people Gareth, who who are really good communicators, presumably you're you're racking them up to to you <laughs> in the future.
2: Yeah, absolutely. At the moment, we are out filming pretty much one day a week, but then, as I'm sure you know with with this that um we then need a couple of days to to edit every one days of filming. So we have a lot of content already ready to go. And we're continually feeding that out. So there's more social media content. The website will continue to grow and change with new champions. And, but we're also always looking for more people who want to get involved. So if you're listening to this and want to to feature in the We Are Land-based campaign, then do get in touch. It's about continually putting out new stories and showcasing the industry.
0: Well, the uh, the details will be shown in the show notes to this podcast anyway. So if anybody is interested, the contact details will be on there. You mentioned just now, uh, Gareth, the Land-Based Technician of the Year, which is now in its, oh, I'm not sure, what, third, fourth year? Fourth year, like fourth, it, fourth year, year. All going well for this year. What's the, what's the uptake so far and when's the actual deadlines that you're working to? Yeah, as you
2: say, we're now in our fourth year. It returned in uh, March now of this year and previously it's unearthed such great talent some of who have featured on uh your podcast in the last couple of years so thank you for helping shine a light on the talent and the uptake so far has been fantastic we've also found that in previous years there might have been a hurdle as such that we were asking people to create video and then to submit that via email file sizes can cause some issues so we've streamlined that this year, and allow people to submit entries straight through WhatsApp. So they film it on their phone, and then just simple, simply send it as a message via WhatsApp. And then file size is no issue, and they're entered into competition. So that's really helping this year. Deadline is the end of May, so we've still got a couple of weeks to go, and um, we encourage people to get involved.
0: Ruth, you, there are a lot of campaigns uh, going on around the country, which are organised by various organisations like the NFU. Um, who are aiming at the same market that you're aiming at and um, are you planning to to link up with any of those?
1: We are. Um, this is all about, you know, tell it once, tell it twice, tell it again, reinforcement, reinforcement, reinforcement. You know, the message is engage with our industry. So if we can link up with other campaigns that are out there, there are There's a lot of educational um, campaigns across agriculture. We're only one part of agriculture, so we we, we won't dilute the we are land-based engineering because we're not competing with young and upcoming farmers or agronomists. We are land-based engineering. Um, But by the same token, those those platforms reach a whole host of people. And if just one or two people think, wow, I've not heard of land-based engineering, but you know what? That's for me. Uh, that could be for me. I'm, I can really latch on to that. Then we're doing our job. So there are lots of uh, people who work in. You mentioned the NFU Farmvention. um We've worked very closely with Josh and the team at the NFU. Lee for incredibly forward thinking and at the forefront run um, running Open Farm Sunday and projects like this. So we will be exploring those opportunities very definitely. And we're getting good reception you know people want to they want they want to see what we've got to offer because we it's it's the one-stop shop um, it's the one-stop shop for our industry so for example Farmers Weekly support um, the New Scientist Live um, event in London every year and a number of our members uh, are involved and we will have a stand there we've now got a tangible asset in We Are land Base, you know I'm not being disrespectful but School kids don't need to know who the AEA are, do they? You know, it this is about what's what's on offer for them and relating to them as kids, and they can relate to this as a career. So so the idea is they see that piece of equipment, they ask about it, they marvel over it, and then somebody says, Well, you 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 can see yourself in the future doing this. There you go. This is the based. this is land based engineering for you. Take a leaflet, scan the QR code, visit the website.
0: Well no to both of you thank you very much for, for your time and might have just sort of finished by asking you gareth um what what next as far as you're concerned in terms of more filming more uh more stories to gather
2: what i said earlier about how we had to initially define the focus up front we're already working on new campaigns in the pipeline to target career changes those in engineering different different um, aspects of engineering in other industries. We're working with different um, groups to target primary school children. There's kind of some great work already out there with agricultural societies, with NFU campaigns. We're working with them. We're working with colleges to reach that side of the audience as well. So we're continually growing. And I feel if you look back in six months' time, we will have grown even more.
0: And just picking up on something you said just now in reaction to the campaign, you you came up with one or two words, which I, I guess might well feature. I've just written them down. Rewarding industry, an interesting industry, a long-term industry. Are all those phrases, uh, do you think, sum up land-based engineering?
2: Yes. One of the things I do at the end of every video is I try and get the candidate to sum up land-based engineering in three words – and it's difficult because if you hit me and got me to do it, I would struggle. But almost everyone says vibrant or rewarding. They highlight that it's, it's so different. They're not just an engineer or a technician working on one aspect. They are fixing problems on the fly. They are out in the field one day, the workshop another. They're demonstrating the, their events. And it's an industry that has so much to offer but it's a little-known industry. So we're hoping that the We Are Land-Based Engineering campaign can do a good thing to help make us a little more well-known.
0: Uh, and Ruth, um, it, it's obvious that you're very pleased with the early adoption and, and reaction that this uh, campaign has has received, not only from the trade itself, but um, as you've outlined, from, from the public, um, who, who are very tangible testimonials uh, what next for the campaign? what where, where do you where are you going to go with this?
1: To be honest, this year, you know it, it it's a question of of working out what works. Um, but what we really want to do is get that social media campaign followed, shared, reposted, liked, all those kinds of things. So we've got to keep feeding that social media beast with new content. Um, in the end, it does work, you know, um but we've got to we've got to keep feeding that social media
0: uh, and that is the big um, difference of course to even sort of five ten years ago it, it, social it is social media is is it's the channel
1: it is and that was that kind of the defining moment um you know we'd had so many discussions right back to our earlier points of well this is an issue this is an issue how do we tackle it and we ended up we knew that we had to focus on 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 age groups we had to focus so we had to have a very clear target market to start with which will expand but we also knew that we had to be involved in those digital mediums if we if we were going to get anywhere and and actually gareth being you know taking on board in-house has made that it's made that possible we couldn't have done it um with the resources that we had previously
0: and this campaign has embraced uh, the whole of the industry, uh, all sections because it's it's a very wide ranging industry.
1: It is and again, it's about focus. You can't do everything all at once. but the idea is to maintain the momentum to keep it going. There's lots of uh, material out there that we can use as you you know there's a whole whole sectors within the sector that we can we can target and work with. so we're not afraid of doing that and we know that that's out there. We've got to get to it. But, you know, the support we've had from AA members, from BAGMA members, from IAGRI members, and the whole of LeTech is just phenomenal. We can't, you know, that's how we're going to keep it going. It really is.
0: Well, look, can I uh, thank you both very much for your time today? Uh, it, it's fascinating. Uh, I was particularly struck by the feedback that you've, you're getting from, uh, a, shall I call it, the general public uh, perspective, p- people uh, who actually have sent you some really powerful testimonials. So that must really uh, make sure it's all very well getting, uh, getting testimonials from the trade. But actually, when you get them from the punters, shall we call them, uh, that's even more powerful, isn't it? Indeed, it is. Yeah.
1: Well, thank
0: powerful. you very much for your time again. And um, all the best with the rest and the development of the campaign. Thank
1: you. Oh that's great, thanks Chris. Thanks for this opportunity because again it's about promoting our message and we're gonna keep flying
0: that flag. It is very satisfying when a plan comes together, and you can tell from the enthusiastic tone of Ruth Bailey and Gareth Ford that the We Are Land-based engineering campaign has struck a chord, even in these early days, and to simply get the phrase land-based engineering into public consciousness is a feat in itself. The challenge will be to control the momentum of the campaign because there are bottlenecks in career progression, especially in the formal education sector. But credit to all those who have devised and executed the campaign, which could be a game-changer in this new age of technological advancements. I'm Chris Biddle. Thank you for joining me and simply press follow on whichever podcast platform you use to ensure that you receive all subsequent episodes of Inside Agriturf.